Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T-52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. All right, boys, let's talk about our presenting sponsor, Fabrica 5. Oh, yeah. It's a handcrafted and artisan story with the strong foundation of Rob Isla from Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame with Hamlet Paredes, Master Blender, and Cuban Cigar Legend. Love you, Rob. They're already fantastically priced, but exclusive to Lizard listeners, they can get 10% off Con Anazo 5-packs and 25-count bundles starting right now. Using code LIZARDN6. That's coupon code LIZARDN6. What is Carlos Anzo says it? <laughs> <laughs> you can get worldwide free shipping as well on all orders over $125 US. The website is Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. That's right. The more you buy, the more you save. Exactly. And it's important to note, boys, the Cononazzo is the same size. Siglo 6. Siglo 6. Can't wait exactly, to try it. From Cohibo. Oh, yeah. These cigars are crafted and refined by feedback from a hard-nosed tasting panel, the FOH community, and customers. That's How hard-nosed you. were you on that tasting yeah. panel? <laughs> yeah. I was pretty hard-nosed. You know, you are an elite insider. <laughs> Right. Did, did you retrohale? I just want to make sure you did. You can literally jump on the FOH forum right now and post detailed reviews that go straight to the powers that be. And you can tell Gizmo every <laughs> note that you got that he didn't Correct. from the retrohale. And Gizmo likes to get calls at 2 a.m. in bed. <laughs> Be part- <laughs> Become part of the FOH community today. Fabrica 5 is direct from the farm in Honduras to your hand, and they ship out of Miami, so there's no customs nightmare, which is awesome. That's awesome. Oh, Pagoda, you're safe. (laughs) Fair enough, you know. (laughs) Again, use code LIZARDN6, all one word, no space, for 10% off Cononazzo, five packs, and 25-count bundles starting right now at Fabrica005.com. That's Fabrica005.com. Free shipping on orders over $125 U.S. Must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards Podcast. It's so good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo, and tonight I'm joined by Rooster, Puba, Senator, Pagoda, Grinder, and Bam Bam, a full house of lizards, and our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some scotch, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 60-second official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cuban cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. Bam and I recap our recent trip to Cuba. We discuss this cigar's place in the Upman line, and we have a cigar tower intervention with Bam Bam, all among a variety of other things for the next hour. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair 12-year-aged Abelor single malt scotch with the H. Upman Magnum 50. A double Robusto from H. Upman of Cuba on the pod tonight, the Magnum number 50, a 50 ring gauge cigar by six and a quarter inch. Beautiful, beautiful wrapper on these. Yeah. Always look good. Nice natural color. Yeah. A little toothy. 
They have two bands on them. They have the classic Age Up and uh, band, red and gold and white. And then they have a second band for the Magnum series. This one, you know, obviously this has Magnum 50, but each of them has their own second band. Um, and we've done the Magnum 46 on the pod. Mm-hmm. Which and the other regular production is the Magnum 54, which we have not done, which I'm sure we will do at some we point. We love that too. And we've done a bunch of other Upman that we've really enjoyed. So we can get into that and, in a bit. Uh, and also just released Upman 56. Yeah. The Upman 56 just came out. Mm. It's worth trying. For the American consumer. Is that right? Well, who else smokes 56 ring gauge? That's going to be quite the cigar. Can we just talk about what is the logic? Uh, sorry, this is already a stupid question. What is the logic in Habanos doing? Ec- that doesn't make any sense. 56? If, if they don't sell cigars in the American market, and primarily that they're obviously exporting this shit to Europe and Asia, why a 56 I think, ring gauge? But I think the Hong Kong market likes big ring gauges ring too. Really yeah. Do. I mean, they eat up Q- QD54s, E2s. Yeah, I sold a box to somebody in China. But he gave 56. And he said, anything you have over a 50 ring gauge, send me your list. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, they like you, it over there. You wanted something like 52, 54, 56. 56 it's, it's a value prop. Too much. It's a value prop. They, they, they like to look like they're balling, right, when they're having a yep. cigar. They want to look like some, they're holding something substantial. And that's why the Bahike 56 is so big over there. Because they're five well, feet yeah. and six. And, and some, people like lar- <laughs> oh, <laughs> some people like lar- like larger ring gauge cigars who yeah. are uh, aficionados. Yeah. I mean, uh, Lawrence Sauter likes... Uh, you know he's not say what you want about like him chewing his cigars and whatever but the guy is a tobacconist in london and he sells a shitload of cigars and he smoked every cigar there is and he likes large ring i mean so i think it's just personal preference and i think the retailers and distributors too also know that a lot of these boxes are coming to america embargo or not they're coming so you know i think i think habanos is you know trying to make cigars that cater to Everyone. And I think the other thing, too, is it's definitely trending. Look at their lines that have come out. Look at the cigars they released, the special editions. Mm. They're not Lonsdale's, Lanceros, and Coronas. I mean, no. they're double Robustos and bigger. They're they're, true. they're plus, big, plus big they cigars. they can make more money off of a bigger ring gauge yeah. and sell so. it as a, at a premium. Yeah. I mean, instead of rolling a petite Corona that you're going to sell for like, you know, 10, 12 bucks, you can sell the 56 for whatever it's going for. I can't imagine. Yeah. What's that? Probably 40, 50 bucks a stick, mm. but. All right, boys, let's cut this thing. See what we're getting on the cold draw, the wrapper. So again, we've done some other cigars in the line. This one we, we often find to be a little different. It's a little light. It's a little lighter than the, 50, than the 46. I like this cigar. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. No. To me, this kind of lands the same way a QD50 does in, in that line. It's kind of in the middle as far as, or excuse me, on the lower end as far as yeah. like strength and, and flavor. Brewster gave me my first Magnum 50. I've actually never had this. This is my first time. Really? Uh, years yeah. ago. Well, I like the cigar. Yeah. Um, I think that for what it represents, it that it <laughs> sorry. It's it, that it's that it's Pagoda Christ. Wait your turn. <laughs> what episode is this? <laughs> 62. <laughs> Pagoda, what are you getting on the first third? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so distracted. It's like you need to leave. <laughs> I will leave. Oh, I like the cigar, you know. Um, so I think these are 2019, January 2019. Awesome. I'm just curious to try this because the, the only reason I haven't really pursued it, I, I feel like everything I've read or heard about it, it's a very polarizing cigar. People either love it or hate it. So I'm very curious where, where I'm going to fall on that. A lot of people in the group love it. Yep. Yeah, and I'll be honest, the first I got one of these from you, 
rooster three or four years ago, and I bought everything you had. I like them. Hmm. You sold me the rest of the box. You don't remember that. <laughs> I think these these are often more earthy. I think they're not as they're just. There's something different about these cigars, which obviously we'll experience in a milk, second. But milk chocolate, from what I remember. yeah, and and on the cold draw, it's like it, there's it's it's cedar. It's there's a little bit of dried fruit, but it's again, it's very different than the Mag Forty Six, which I, is I, only four. I get all the notes I get are so subtle. Mm-hmm. Cold draw, so subtle. Very. It's almost like there is a little dry fruit, a bit. Yeah, they are, but I like the notes. I'm Maybe getting. a little yeah. little almond it's on nice. the baking. I think it's some a good spices. good daytime. Like after breakfast smoke. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. Let's smoke it. Let's light this thing, boys. The H. Upman Magnum 50 from Cuba. Again, it's a 50 ring gauge cigar by six and a quarter inches. It's a double Robusto. What's interesting is the factory name for this cigar is actually the Magnum 50. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think there's any other cigars out of Cuba that are made in this size in regular production. This is the only one made in this exact size in regular production out of Cuba. So, um, you know, like Rooster mentioned, they have a Magnum 56, which is a special release. They also, I believe, have a Magnum 52, which I think they're calling the Year of the Tiger, right. uh, which is like a LE or something. Uh, regional, I don't know what it is. Regional. Yeah, for Hong Kong. And then, um, you know, this cigar was a special release originally, and then it comes now in a bunch of... Uh, Regular production configurations. Yeah, the factory codes ESL. Okay. I'm liking this right off the bat. Nice flavor. Great combustion. It's very yeah. subtle, the yeah. flavors. I like it. Um, honestly, when I on the light, this reminds me of the last time I had like a Connecticut wrapper cigar. It's like very light, very mild, nice flavors, but very subdued. So, Pooba, where do you slot this usually? Sometimes it's like a first cigar. If I'm like easing into it, I can, I smoke them in the summer. Hmm. You know. Um, Combustion's fantastic. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a little almond thing. Um, earthy, a little saltiness. Not to the degree that I would say twang, but um, it's, it, you know, nothing's really hitting you. I, it's Super it's hard. a very light cigar. Yeah, I I, I get some good flavor, um, but pleasant. it certainly is light. And it's a pleasant I, cigar. I like that. The aroma is really nice. The aroma is beautiful. I got one of those uh, when I cut it on the, the the dimple. Yeah, I got the I got a really significant dimple so did on my actually. Yeah, I have a small one. That's the apparently the mark of a well rolled cigar. It's a dimple. Well, yeah, the seams are or the seams on it are are tight. Yep, mine are a little loose actually. Well, well rolled. I mean, on mine, it's well rolled. Same. So this came out of a uh, 25 count box the Puba had. Uh, it also comes in a variety of different uh, packaging options. Uh, the typical uh, three by five aluminum tubes in cardboard packs uh, used to come, and I wish it still did. Same with the Mag 46 uh, in a sliding lid box of 50 cigars, mm. which they discontinued 10 years ago. Um, and then my favorite configuration of all of them, of course, is the I just love 10 count presentations from yeah. Habanos that the little coffin, the little 10 count, 10 count coffin, it's I think are, cool. are excellent. Um, yeah. And so this cigar was released in 2008 as part of a kind of a rebrand for H Upman, trying to get away from some of the Corona, uh, minor Corona major, some of the regalia, some of the cigars that weren't really prominent, um, daily smokes of folks that liked H Upman and, 
this line has been very successful for them. Has anyone in this room ever had a bad H. Upman? I don't think I ever have. Yeah, I've had Corona majors that aren't very good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never had that. The, the, it's kind of a budget line. Mm. Yeah. I remember being very disappointed with those. Mm. Um, I've had some Mag 46s that were really tasty. but Oh, tasty, yeah. The draw was so... Some performance issue. Yeah. Yeah, it was so bad that I couldn't enjoy the cigar. I've oh. had some Mag for it. I've had a little bit of hit and miss with those, but uh -huh. more hits than misses. For sure. I tend to correlate this this mark as a mark of high quality for me personally. I agree with you. Yeah. It's a beautiful cigar. Well, it's it a global brand, you know. Yeah. I mean, they Yeah. They're more expensive stuff, the higher end stuff within the market is generally good. It is. Whether they float your boat or not is a different story. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm getting um but there's quality there. Oh yeah. I'm getting a lot more uh sorry, a lot less rather of the of the infrequent notes that I was getting even before right now. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting some. So nice does that mean flavor. you're getting less or more? I'm getting less. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. More or okay. less. I feel the opposite. That, that's funny. <laughs> more or less. <laughs> less or more. <laughs> for, for me, this is a cigar that on the first couple puffs, you, you really can't be too quick to judge, which I was about how mild the flavor was because now, you know, several puffs in, that saltiness that I think Giz mentioned is like really picked up and it's like kind of lip smacking. Like it's making all the other flavors more accentuated. Um, I'm starting to enjoy this a lot more. I like it. Like see early yeah. in the day, morning or even early afternoon where this would slot in. And Giz also mentioned this, but the combustion on this cigar is just, it's like it's off the charts. It's the of smoke. It's fantastic. Which, yeah. you know, as you've mentioned a few times, you, you know, you expect that from a double Robusto. You expect that from a, a significant cigar. And I, I find myself disappointed when I do pick up a bigger cigar, especially even bigger than a 50 ring gauge. If it doesn't operate like a chimney that's true i don't care how it tastes it's just there's something in my brain is disappointing mm -hmm. yeah. you know yeah, whereas it's, it's got a dry like a dry nutty taste to it yeah it's like, like an almond thing or something yeah. yeah at this point at least i don't smoke these that much mm -hmm. um i mean typically would you smoke this size after breakfast no you no. know i tend to smoke a lot of smaller ring gauges you know in the morning mm -hmm. And then as the day progresses, maybe a little bit bigger in the afternoon. And then after dinner, obviously, you can go for a bigger smoke. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, the size-wise, you think that this would have a lot more. It does pick up. I mean, yeah. it's a big cigar. Like oh, any will. big, long cigar, at first, when you light it, it's going to be very. Right. It does pick up. Yeah. Um, but the I would I would smoke it in the summer uh, on, the, on the patio, like watching Sports Center. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, like, you know, it's a little bit hot out. You may not want something that's just so overwhelming, yeah. you know, and you have the time, kind of a leisurely thing you do in the patio. That's kind of when I would slot, slot these, these in yeah. where it's like, I've got some, I've got some open space. You yeah. Know? You don't want something to kick you around. Light yeah. lunch. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, eat a little sandwich and then eat, you know, smoke this thing and have a drink. I. Uh, you know, listen, we don't we don't compliment Habanos a lot on the podcast. We're really Tabacuba. But I think the the blend choices that they made in the Magnum line are very intelligent in that the 46 caters to, I think, more smokers like us in the room. The 54 is kind of in the middle. And then this one's on the lighter end. And I think that it's intelligent to offer a cigar of this size that doesn't kick you around. Yeah. You know, like my father-in-law, we always talk about my father-in-law because I just think of his palate. He would love the cigar. 
Yeah. And I'm enjoying it. How I think much? if you like Kay Dorsey, I think yep. if you like That's a great comparison. I think if you That's like a really great comparison. Comparison. also it, when you have a good Epi two, you know, this can fit in maybe in, in uh, like, you know, when I smoke an Epi two sometimes I'm not. But again, those are like I've had stronger ones. I know I I, I think I shared one with Senator one time. I had an aged one, a tuba. We and did that them was on, stronger than, than we did them on the podcast. It was honestly, one of the fuller Cubans. I don't know how. Wow. It was wild. And it was wild. Yeah, Epi Tubo. We Aged did those. Tubo. We did those on the podcast. Tubo. The Tubos. They were twenty. They were good. I think this. Was no, different. this was this a older. different. This is an older one. Yeah. We did newer, younger Tubos on the podcast. Mm, this it. is an older Tubo. I bought. Fi- I only have fifteen of them. I've smoked five, and I think I gave Senator one. But anyway, that cigar. It was like closer to a Particus T4 yeah, than it, it was. was. It was really quite good. And I want to say it was, uh, I want to say it was a 15 or something like that or a 16. I can't remember. I'd ha- I, I threw the cardboard away. But because it came in tubos and cardboard. Yeah. The yeah. three, the five by threes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm starting to get some like milk chocolate, like chocolatey note. I'm getting a little bit you of know, that. Not like, like a, coffee but yeah. more uh, chocolate milk kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah yeah it's there's some complexity there but it's not like it's tough we're kind of we're also coming off some reviews that have some pretty pretty complex cigars yeah <laughs> we are maybe yeah. some of the most you know expectations are important as well um when you're smoking this like the price point everything what is the price point today i was about to of the magnum 50 do you guys have any kind of ballpark I can pull up the price list as we get into other. Yeah, I, I must have bought this box two years ago. If it's currently, over, but I can't think be over twenty dollars. Two years ago, maybe it was about twenty bucks a stick. What? Yeah, yeah about that. Well, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's a big cigar. It's yeah. a long, it's a big yeah. cigar, dude. It's got to be like fifty-two dollars now. Fifty-two. I would assume oh, it's only for Bam. <laughs> yeah, I would assume why it's mid-thirties. Why fifty-two? <laughs> <laughs> so we've done a couple other. Uh, H. Upman's on the pod, as we mentioned. We did the uh, H. Upman Magnum 46 in the same wine. Got an 8.1 back in 2021. It's crazy to say that. Uh, we, of course, did the one of the highest rated cigars we've ever done was the uh, Lub 14 H. Upman number two, which I believe came in at a 9.9, 9.8, excuse me. And um, yeah, so now we're doing the Magnum 50. You know, one place I used to smoke the cigar was uh, uh, driving. Like I, if I was driving up to the hunting property and I knew I had an hour and a half drive, hour and 20 minute drive, nice for the car, you know, cup of coffee, you get in, it's the morning. I know I'm going to smoke. If I was going to smoke a Robusto, I'd smoke two on the way, you know, on the way or, or a half Corona plus a, a, a Robusto or something. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so sometimes you. I would smoke this and like, it's great for the car. Cause it's not, I've never had the pleasure of smoking in the car. Really? Never. The only time not I ever. think I did was in Rooster's car on a way to a golf event <laughs> of with course you uh, did. Pagoda. You smoked in my car? You haven't. <laughs> it's a rolling ashtray. I've done a few things in your car. <laughs> your, your car's vanity plate says the ashtray. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I have to say, this cigar is not normally in my wheelhouse in that it's milder than what I normally pursue, but it's there's nice. complexity in it's, this cigar and... I'm just impressed, like how well all like I'm getting a lot of dried fruit now. There's like so many different it's flavor good. notes. I'm like going on a little journey, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I'm impressed. It's, it's a, a good cigar. I yeah. mean, it's well regarded. You know? People love it. Honestly, I think there's sophistication in the mildness and the way it's it, There's a subtlety. that it, The subtlety yeah. is sophisticated. Elegant subtlety. Yeah. If yeah. we were singleton, All right. elegant subtlety. <laughs> Fruity decadence. <laughs> elegant subtlety. Yeah, got it. Like I mean, bef- Before we came in here, I had a, uh, an old D6. And like when you light that up, you get this like, it's it's like a it was like a 2016 D6, right? And like you get this like like it's like it's like a flavor bomb. It's like concentrated D4 flavors in a short stick. It's exactly what yeah. it is. That's exactly what it is. But so you don't get that here. This is a little bit more of a journey, and it and it's a little bit and it's definitely lighter, and you're not getting so many pronounced things going on. But yeah, there's maybe there's merit in that. A lot of merit, I think. You know, spice to me, right it's there. very yeah. Cubanesque. I like. I don't know. I like. I feel it's very Cubanesque. Meaning, if I were to pick this up and without anything, I would feel. Would you? That, would you pick it up? Uh, well, <laughs> because I know. You, I mean, you like a fuller. Yeah, the jury is still out, but uh, but it is. It's. I'm actually really enjoying it as well. I right? wonder what our pairing will taste like with this. I haven't tried it yet. Let's do that. You are so, the Segway. He's the Segway master. king. The Segway king. <laughs> so. So we have decided in the new year here to revisit some of the spirits that we did very, very early on in the podcast. We did probably, we probably did 14 episodes, if you include the, the two bonus, before we actually started rating spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are doing the Aberlore 12 tonight. A delicious single malt. I love this spirit. Yeah, you love it. Yeah, three fingers. Three fingers. Oh, yeah. Let's try it. Giddy up, baby. So we first did the Aberlore 12 on episode 12. We didn't rate it, as we said. Um, I think we did a little bit of a brand history on that, so check that out if you're interested. The cigar we paired it with is interesting because it was one of the, you know, again, one of the best cigars we smoked all year, the Don Carlos Eye of the Shark. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Which got a 9.9. That was awesome. So, yeah. you know, um, I think this is a perfect pairing for it's for del- the subtlety of the cigar. It's delicious. Yeah. It's it works so well with this. Just yeah. take a sip of the scotch. And then draw on the cigar, it just accentuates. Like because this is a mild smoke, you kind of need something to wake up your taste buds. And I feel like the flavor just Dude. like is so much Dude, more. Dude, you're right on the money. It's awesome. Yeah. Try this. Great pair. Oh yeah. You get so much more of it. Right. And this is a scotch that you could drink on a on a warmer day. Yeah. Outside. It's so sh- I mean, you could like garnish lobster bisque with this it shows so sherry <laughs> sherry forward you know when they bring you the lobster bisque when they're like, oh, yeah. would you like some sherry sir and you're like sure give me a couple drizzles on this on your soup you could like literally do that with this it's so sherry i've never had sherry put on my soup i'm, I'm going to the wrong place oh, lobster bisque. i'm going with to the, the wrong place bisque, you gotta i gotta i gotta get my game up can i just say speaking of uh pairings i'm sorry if i digress but i did the um the potato, the kettle potato chip with the creme fraiche and the caviar. Yeah, yeah. And the champagne. Not Paul Roger. It's a hard find in the pinch, actually. Oh, but how many miles are you away from Senator's house? It's true. I, 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 I would have spotted you a bottle. I do. I would have spotted you a bottle. I should have thought of Yeah, that was silly. But I don't know. I'm kind of, I try to be as self sufficient as I can. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. the family was floored absolutely floored it's like a new thing totally oh, yeah. enveloped into Dude, the it's world it's a crowd favorite love yeah. this there's I'll, something I'll that, senator. Slays there's something time. about the potato chip that that gets everybody in like interested in it if like, i recall if i recall puba puba said well it's salt and fat 
What yep. can you not like? <laughs> and carbs. <laughs> like, do you like butter? Do you like, do you like salt? <laughs> salt and butter. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that tastes like. It is potato, very potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes, salt, and butter. The potato chip thing, though, truly makes it. As someone, yeah. obviously, I've been eating caviar for a long time, and I've always usually just had it on a blini. That was the standard fare, how you should serve caviar. Blini, creme fraiche, um, caviar, and then anything else that you want to add. And there's obviously plenty from there. And whenever I discovered this kettle chip thing, um, I'm not even remembering where I got this idea. I mean, something I must have read. And I, I, like, I, rem- I actually this. remember exactly where you got it from. There no, was. A- I remember where I we got felt validated from. Bravo. <laughs> Wasn't it yeah, the woman that lives in Long Island? That was my validation. Oh. So the funny thing that is- wasn't like, the I, no, That idea. wasn't the genesis of the idea. No, that wasn't the genesis of it. So, I mean, <clears throat> I forget where I found it, but then- my wife and I are watching this uh, Bravo TV show. and Senator, by the way, is a big Bravo guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> every lizard. Bigger, a big Bravo guy. And a housewife guy. Uh-oh. A big <laughs> housewife guy. Oh. Grinder's going to back me up. Big I, Andy I, I Cohen. Can, I can acclaim the merits of, of uh, Below Deck, the various forms of Below Deck, the many machinations of which. That's probably where you got it from. <laughs> yeah. no, no, not Below Deck. <laughs> are you sure? No, they're too basic on Below Deck. Gotcha <laughs> thing. But um, it was a, a Bravo show with this woman who's like super wealthy and this kind of big socialite in, I guess, like New York and and uh, Charleston. And uh, she is having like a party or she's at a party and um, she's like, oh, they're serving caviar on Bellinis. How day class A. And I'm sitting there like, holy shit, like she's she's on my page. <laughs> and then she hosts some event and she serves it on kettle chips. And I was like, if this woman can serve caviar and kettle chips, I'm in good company. I can do the same thing. So I felt very validated in my choice. Is it, the, is it the texture of the potato chip? It is. the crispiness? That's the exactly crunch, it. It's you know? like, you know, the caviar just melts in your mouth. It's yeah. like butter, like Puba said, where when you have that kettle chip that has that crisp, like the contrast and texture right. for me just like puts it over the top where like a Bellini just, you know, it's like a little pancake. It, it, it doesn't add anything to I'm it. I'm going to try it so, with like some ruffles. Some like ridged ruffles, you know what I'm talking about? You could, you yeah. could, you could do it with it. Well, I mean, I think people should just do what they like. Um, but Doritos. I, my only fear. <laughs> no. So, so, so. Well, they'd be too salty. That that's where I was going. That's the thing. It, ruffles be would be salty. too salty because be caviar salty. is already salty, and then you add the chip. You need a chip that's. Somewhat. I think the so creme, but ex- I think the creme fresh takes away the saltiness, though. Oh, he some, cuts but it, not it cuts it. Like, some, so, so my my go to is the low salt Cape Cod, forty percent. Oh, yeah. Cape Cod's yeah. the best. Of course, Cape Cod's the one. You get the low salt yeah, Cape, Cape Cod. Cod. Great chip. So I'll do it with that because I find that the regular. So my problem with the potato chip, and it's not a big gripe, because I still do like the Bellini. I, I do. Like when I was at so when I was at the inn. A uh, great restaurant over here, Saddle River Inn, probably one, two, number one, two restaurant in the state. There's no New, doubt. Of New Jersey. No doubt. Hands down. So I remember that big caviar service I got at my yep. birthday? Yep. Big one. The, Jamie brings out both. So he'll bring chips and bellinis, right? So I'm like mauling on them. I'm mauling on the uh, both. And I'm, and I'm eating the bellinis and I'm like, you know what? I think I kind of... So... I'm a little bit back and forth. I, again, I think it's what you like. Sometimes I feel like the saltiness of the chip can, I can't taste the caviar as much. Just saying like the Bellini is more of like a neutral delivery device where. You're getting more caviar. You, you could, you could argue that. But again, they're both fantastic. I mean, it's caviar, dude. I, I'll, I'll put it on a bagel. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, me too. It's true. I do love caviar it's, that much. You know, yeah. it's, it's hard to yeah. mess up. Yeah. But it's so good. 
Um, but anyway, so I mean, I, I wouldn't rule the Bellini out. So, Senator, what kind of gripes do you have with Puba's gripes? <laughs> well, it's not a gripe. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, a little I, gripe. Are you trying no, to incite? It's really a gripe. So I'm, not yes. anti, I'm not anti-Bellini in that <laughs> in, I, I'm not someone who won't have caviar on a Bellini. The problem for me is like the Bellini has to be really well made in the sense that when Puba says that he feels like he tastes more of the caviar with the Bellini. With a, a really well-made Bellini that's thin, yes. But a lot of them, they can be so doughy, doughy, even how small they are, that it just like totally overtakes like the caviar. You almost can't find the caviar. You're like losing out on the flavor where the chip is so thin and small. Like the caviar is kind of the star on You're that. Right. Well, it. the Bellini at the end is a good Bellini. I have a great idea. Is, yeah. Why don't you do the Bellini encasing a potato chip with the creme fraiche and the caviar on top like they do for layering wow. like, a me- like a Mexican like a like Mexi- a, melt? Like a Taco Bell sounds like a crunch wrap supreme you can eat that in the car <laughs> uh, for, oh, so first of all yes and yes <laughs> I would absolutely do that I would make a sandwich I would go Bellini on bottom creme fraiche caviar chip creme fraiche caviar and eat that as one unit. That would just be incredible. Them. You just pop that, them all I day. bet that would be incredible. incredible. It would be. All right, listen, we all have homework. <laughs> we have homework. We got to come back and report back on this issue. Two weeks. It's a caviar Mexico. It's, it's a, you got to... <laughs> we have caviar well, yeah, homework. Because you, you got to... You, you also have to take the... Uh, the little the egg. You do a layer of it, the, the chopped egg. And then you do a layer of the uh, shallot. You know, and you you I make a you make a Mexamelt. You could do, wow. do it. Wow, that's a high end Mexamelt. Oh yeah, but but the whiskey pairing is actually wonderful. It's fabulous. Actually, I'm finding as as I sip it more, it's opening up, and it's actually it's getting better. It's awesome as it sits. Yeah. Awesome. There's some weird thing about the flavor note of this cigar that I'm really enjoying, and I can't quite put my finger on it. It's like it's almost like the flavor notes are so subtle and and are well balanced that I'm getting a lot of smoke as opposed to like distinct flavor notes but overall it's really really enjoyable you know what's nice if you when you retrohale i get a toasty nut note which yeah. is really quite nice hmm. and it's it's got cedar and it's got yeah. well it's kind of it's nice and toasty it's, it's toasty great. it's a pleasant smoke yeah very, it's just excellent cuban tobacco very and i really i you know would i reach for this all the time the answer is no mm-hmm. but when i would it, it it's it's really well i think this is really well blended yeah. I think it's really well blended. I agree. Because it's, it's per, super yeah. balanced. Yeah. Like we're picking out a bunch of different notes and like nothing is overtaking or overpowering the other. They all just kind of complement each other in a really nice way. Exactly. Yeah. I think I think what's important for a cigar that doesn't have uh, that strong body or any particular strong note, but the quality of it's so high. I think this this holds a lot of merit for the guys that like a lighter cigar. Totally agree. And it, it's delicious, and it's very smooth and velvety. Fantastic. It's, it's not a muted shit show. No, it's not. Like you can't misinterpret the fact that it is mild. Exactly, but that, it's not. It's not a, exactly. It's not, it's not, a, not muted, a muted. Shit it's show. not a muted yeah. shit shit show where you're just like a lot of merit to the cigar. Yeah, it's yeah. good. And it has Upman DNA. It yeah. does. You yeah, know, sure you, does. you you taste that. Not a ton of baking spice, which I just, I, if I were to complain about one thing, early on though, you I wish it. it had a little bit more of the Upman baking spice mm-hmm. that we like in an Upman too, that we like in a half Corona, Short, that we like right? in a, you know, yeah. Winston a little bit. Oh but, God, that half Corona, yeah. that's a little home run hitter. You'll start to get some like more of those like uh, peppery baking spices down the, down the stretch yeah. here. The last, it, last third, the last it picks third up. and stuff, it'll pick up, and so you'll get some of that, a little bit more cinnamon, t- cinnamon type mm-hmm. notes and mm-hmm. stuff. 
So what's crazy, I mean, I, I'm sitting here doing the math and I'm like, I must be wrong. So this is a January 19 box. Yep. So these cigars are four years old, which first off, that's just crazy for me to say. Like that's COVID, decadent. COVID to me is like yeah. a blur. I just can't believe that 2019 is four years ago. That's crazy. So this you was know, rolled by crazy. somebody who had COVID? <laughs> this is pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Just that, pre-COVID. Because, yeah, if you think about that, because 19, you're, you're thinking just before COVID, right? It's like it feels like and it was COVID a year like ago. It was just started yesterday. 19 yeah. March. Yeah. 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 No, uh, March 20. 20. March 20. Yeah. But, but yeah. Not late 19, they were talking about it. And yeah. Yeah, Europe and Asia. Yeah. yeah. Mm, this is really, really good. Yeah. Oh, by the way. We have to raise our glasses, boys. Do we? We have to raise our glasses. Because yeah. Grinder's birthday is in two days. Oh! Yo, Let's raise those glasses. My man. Cheers. Cheers. Grinder. Slant you. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Cheers. Happy birthday, Cheers, brother. boys. Cheers. The Grinder. Yes, sir. Cheers. 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 All right, speech. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> for the people. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> and... Uh, this is lovely. I love you all. We love you. around the world. My man. Smoke on. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to work a Petrichor in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that was disappointing lack Very. of Petrichor. Well, <laughs> you know, we've, we've, we've kind of, we've, we've done a lot of Petrichor, you know, so it's, you got a special occasions. Not that this isn't special. You know what? For your birthday, we're going to put out a Petrichor t-shirt. Okay. We're going to put that on the store. We'll Actually, it. I did have we did had a listener I didn't email send us. You my definition. You have to send me the definition. We had a listener email us like, please make Petrocor merchandise. Cool. Yeah, and I'm in all. My, I'm enjoying the <clears throat> the burn and the construction of the smoke so yeah. far. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty solid. Nothing wrong with it at all. Yeah, we're well into I the first third. I, I think it's it. it's it's no. performing perfectly. This is right up my alley. Perfect. I mean, it really great. is. And I've smoked this cigar recently, and it. It wasn't as good as this, right? Now. This is this is this by is, far hands down the best Mag Fifty I've ever yeah. had. It's not even close. It probably has enough time on it at this point. Like I've had, and I know that you and I, Puba, I'm pointing to Puba. Puba and I disagree on 2017 a little bit here and there. I had some Magnum Fifties in ten count boxes, Hunter and Franco stickers on them. I mean, they were just not good. So that one box tainted your whole 2017 outlook. I had two boxes of this of Mag Fifties in ten counts, pretty from much. Yeah, from H and F, yeah. Well, yeah. it's one of those bad runs. Yeah, yeah bad nice. run, as Rob said. Hmm. 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 These looked good in the box. Um, let me just look at something. That's so frustrating as a as a consumer, you know. Yeah. That? And as, and as an aficionado, you get excited about good boxes. Yeah, and you buy something that's not cheap. You no. buy something that's. Supposed to be, as they call it, a luxury good. I mean, Habanos thinks they're making Rolexes. Yeah. You know, they think they're making Louis Vuitton bags. That's what Habanos thinks. And that's what, that, you know, as Rob said, they effectively told 30% of their customers that we don't care about you. You know, we, we don't care about serving you. Get out. Raise the prices so high. It's like, and then you buy a box of the most premium product and it doesn't smoke. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Well, I know that we have a lot of success, but I'm saying that like in the worst case, like, you know, imagine getting a Rolex and it, it was a half hour fast every day. I, I haven't true. had too many problems. The only markers that I've had problems with have been Monte Cristo uh, and uh, the Hoyos. Hoyos yeah. The Hoyos. Mm -hmm. I've kind of had problems with all of them. <laughs> 
I've had problems with and, all of them. And Lucy's, no. well, I mean, if I, here and there, I'm talking like where it's like consistent. Yeah. Yeah, some of the Lucy's, I mean, the Lucy's we smoked the other day were spectacular. Well, not mine I wasn't. Thought, and they blew up. I got it. Mine. mine I got, wasn't. Mine I got to say, exploded. though. The one thing I will say, going back to giving Habanos credit, is, you know, again, going back to Rob's mention of runs, Rob Iowa, by the way, we're talking for the listener. We did an interview with him, what, 10 episodes back or whatever. Um, the run of like 2019 till now, like, it very well could be that this is like we are in the golden age Very of good like Cuban tobacco and production. It's been phenomenal. Like, who knows, 10 years, we may look back and go, wow, that three, four year period may end up being some of the best Cuban tobacco that's ever come out. Like what, 19, 20, 19, 20 21. 21. I wonder what can, what was like so conducive to that. You know, It's a good question. I, I don't know if the tobacco sat around longer because of COVID. I don't know if it sat around longer because of product, you know, uh, uh, packaging shortages. Yeah. I also think there's a lot to be said about some of the 2018 runs. Mm-hmm. Like the Monty we, 2018. Like the late 2018. We, we, were come smoking, on. we were smoking young 19s in 2020 that were phenomenal. They're, they were They're awesome. great. So they weren't sitting around. And the sister no. cigar this. But but the thing is, is that, like, let's say, you know, we talk about the, the packaging issues. Like, you know, Cuba, uh, Bam and I went to Cuba, mm-hmm. um, which we could talk about. Uh, and and we were told that there's effectively a million rolled cigars on the island that they don't have, have. Yeah, they don't have packaging for right. And it's like that to that tobacco. Those cigars are already rolled, but they're not going to get a box date until they're put in a box. So you're getting a box date maybe of late 22 that's been sitting in that warehouse yeah, for a year. You know, so you're getting right. a you're getting a kind of a padron head start on the aging yeah. process. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, you you're, maybe you're trying to you're getting rid of some of the like who knows who knows if that's true. Yeah, well, we certainly saw a lot of stuff. We did. I mean, you guys saw it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, you, you actually saw the cigar sitting there to be. We saw, we, yeah, we saw a warehouse full of what they said was about so three hundred thousand cigars. It was eye opening, honestly, to see that many cigars beautifully organized and just. Oh, it was incredible. no packaging. He, no packaging, no me, labels. Like, I thought you would have used the word orgasm. Well, <laughs> they were probably very also close. Crystal very close, Pagoda. <laughs> this could also be uh, golden age of fakes. As I miss well. that. If you have that much inventory sitting around an island in the Caribbean, you know, there's, there's, you know, it's. I'm not surprised that there's people sniping cigars. The, the cigars need freedom as much as the people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So I'm thinking like we should take empty boxes when we go. Yeah. Right, they so could fill use them, them up for you. A Tupperware, <laughs> Tupperware <laughs> donation. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know we talked. We talked a little bit about it with Rob when he was on. But man, Bam and I really had a magical experience in Cuba. Yeah, it was fantastic. We we went with uh, Phil and Bruce, friends of ours, who've been there like nine or ten times. So we kind of avoided some of the BS that I yep. think a first time goer would um, would experience. But we went down for the Partagas Festival, which was okay. Okay, it was a little bit of a disappointment. The gala um, was nice. The gala dinner, the final night was good, but yep. what what was disappointing? Well, uh, the the kickoff event was awful. Yeah, the kickoff event they were serving rolled up ham and pineapple on sticks, and that was really the food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that was three hundred. That was three hundred fifty dollars. No, no but caviar. No, no, no caviar. <laughs> no caviar. No but we fresh. but we saw photos of previous events that were incredible. The yeah. spread was just fantastic. <clears throat> People were really upset that have gone yeah. many, many times. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Bam and I went for the first time. We wouldn't go again, I don't think. But what's cool is, from what I understand, that you could buy tickets to each event separately. Separately, yes. It wasn't yeah. like a that's package. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And the same for the 
you know, the February event. So it's it's really a it's really a four day it's really a four day thing. It's the opening night, which is like a dinner, uh, kind of a like a hors d'oeuvres. You walk around, etc. Second day is a um, a beach day. Then there's a third day, which you kind of go out to the countryside and you hang out at a at a farm finca. How was the beach day with Bam and uh, We skipped that day. <laughs> we skipped that day. Yeah, we that went. would have been traumatic. <laughs> I, had a, I had a feeling. For Gizmo. <laughs> been a scene out of that movie, uh, Sexy Beast. I had the speed already. It was ready. Already. <laughs> no Battle of the Culebras. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh God. Shanked. That's a horrible. That's a horrible visual. A horrible visual. And then uh, the last day was the gala dinner. But we, yeah. we had such a good time. We were fortunately toured La Corona. We toured El Aguido. El Aguido was incredible. El Aguido was But La Corona magic. was eye-opening. Yeah. That's and, where we saw the highest volume of cigars in one room. Yeah, and people it have been just, saying... It was incredible. You guys yeah. would have went nuts. Yeah, nuts. That's crazy. And so are there local smoking cigars everywhere? Or? They no. can't no. afford it. They can't afford it. They can't it. afford yeah. it. Yeah. That's no. so sad. It is. I mean, what what one but cigar costs us? That's what they earn in a what month. What I learned was they get they do get an allocation of this really cheaply made custom machine made. No, these are machine, oh, machine made cigars made. that everyone on the island gets an allocation of. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. and they're awful from what we hear. Yeah, we don't. We, they're I've not never, great. Yeah, they're the and all the all the torcedors all the torcedors are allowed to take five cigars home a day. Yeah. Those are these machine ones, or good no? Ones? The no, ones that they ones. roll, or the, cool. yeah. you know, maybe seconds, blemishes, etc. They have a room for for uh, torcedors to take them home. But you know, the one thing, I, the one rumor I want to dispel because I've seen it a lot on the internet. You guys may have too. Is that you know, in the last six months or so, that the roll uh, that the desks were empty, that there weren't a lot of rollers. La Corona and El Aguido, we're every pumping. single desk was full. Yep. And uh, you know, it was really magical. I mean, it was tragic at the same time to see people impoverished you know we we were fortunate we took some cool stuff we took some baseball equipment uh bam brought some school supplies i brought feminine hygiene products we had so when we went down to the baseball field the moment the bag dropped onto the grade kids just flooded yeah it was incredible yeah it was we have a video so uh phil uh who's been there he he was kind of our tour guide with bruce Uh, he brought a full duffel bag full of baseball equipment baseballs baseball bats yeah, yeah everything and we just drove around for a half hour with our driver, mm-hmm. stuffed in the back of a car. I mean, I don't, I've never been closer to another it was like man. A clown car. Yeah, we were, it was like a clown car. And we drove around like for what, an hour maybe? Half at hour? Least, yeah. At least. Trying to find kids playing baseball. And we did. And man, we rolled up with that duffel bag and these kids freaked out. Yeah. Freaked yeah. out. Puba's all in. It was great. Now, toward well, the I'm end, all in for giving. I'm just. It was wonderful. It was not, really wonderful. I'm just not all in for the ham sticks and the clown car. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I don't think you would have done I well mean, with that clown car. Senator, we said that. Senator, we said that. Senator isn't either. I mean, <laughs> well, Senator would have had his limo, private chauffeur. <laughs> He's out on that. I mean, he'll Puba, give. Puba would have gotten into a fight with the driver. <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, an experience it, like this, it's worth putting aside uh, our preferences. A hundred percent. I'm glad you said that. It's so true. You, other, still, you still wouldn't eat the ham and pineapple stick. No. You wouldn't, wouldn't eat it. I didn't eat it. I didn't touch the fucking <laughs> yeah. shit. Was I didn't this a whole, no. Hawaiian, I, Hawaiian themed I'd party? put money it on that, been. that there's no, no way no. Senator eats I, the I'm ham and pineapple I'm not eating it, but stick. I'm still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're exactly. going to go. So here's the one, other thing they, I want to say. They weren't sticks. They were Cohiba Splendidos. Oh, gotcha. The other thing I want to say, too, is that there's always been a rumor that the food is horrendous. Um, oh please! Every meal we had, some I had was meals. spectacular, yeah. and I'm not joking. 
It was delectable. So what, now Puba does not believe me. He's looking at me with skeptical oh, eyes. You had some bad Batista's revenge down there. No, 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 not at all. You I, had, I had nic I had a little nick poison, a little nicotine poisoning because the oh. cigars we were smoking were so too we fresh. To, that's a whole other topic. What? I think. What's this? Too many cigars. Okay, so are we going to jump what? into this? So Juan Moya, who we met. Yeah. Honestly, the best part of the trip for me was the people that we met. Yeah, we met some amazing meeting folks. Meeting Juan, meeting Nestor. Yeah. Who was the guy that took us through the Eligido uh, factory? That young oh. kid. Oh, uh, I don't want to say his name. Okay. He's going to be a future interviewee. Yeah, Along definitely. with Juan. No doubt about it. These guys are they're, they're incredible cigar people. But um, just meeting them and getting their perspective and talking to Juan, who owns a cigar. He owns old Havana cigars in the, in the Cayman. Yeah. Came so, on. you yeah. know, we're talking about how we like to keep, where we like to keep our cigars. You know, we're in low 60s, mid 60s, maybe. And he's shaking his head, scowling. No, we keep our Cubans at high seven, uh, mid 70s, low 70s. Yeah. It's shocking. They like their cigars very wet. So the thing that I experienced. Very wet. Did Gizmo have an aneurysm when he said this? Yes. I almost had an aneurysm, and I actually almost threw up after a, a few days of smoking yeah. all these very wet cigars. It gets to your stomach and your head very. Dude, quickly. I smoked. Really? I smoked oh. less cigars than I've ever smoked while I was in Cuba because I didn't. I I thought like you know I'm I'm not going to bring anything. <clears throat> I'll just smoke what I find. The cigars that when you get them, we got them out of the factory. We're sitting in the factory smoking They're them. So young. They're so fresh oh. and young. The ammonia, the nicotine is so strong. They, no. Like there's like, you know, as Puba has mentioned, sick period. It's a very early sick period in cigars. I was smoking two cigars a day. I, I went down for a day just on nicotine poisoning. I wasn't yeah. throwing up or sick. Yeah. I was just like, Jesus. wow. It was tough. It you was know, bad. One, one of the things to do just as a, as a rescue, uh, I've done it and I read about it, is uh, have, a, have a real Coke. Yeah, the, the sugar, sugar. The sugar. Yeah, I agree the with that. The problem is finding a real Coke in Cuba, not possible. Yeah. Or something. You need we didn't sugar. See a, we didn't like, see a single can of soda all week. Yeah. You're you, can't better rum. A, you can't get a Cuba Libre anywhere? Well, Cuba Libre you can, but yeah. that yeah. has rum in it. in it. Yeah. It does. That's true. Yeah. yeah. We didn't think of that. Yeah. Actually, you're probably better off taking your own smokes. That's smoke, what I'm going to do next time. So I'm I, gonna, smoke the I did bring a, a, yeah. a box of uh, New Worlds. Yeah. And it's funny where Padron Exclusivo actually rescued me a few times. Smoking that actually saved my stomach. A Me few too. Times. I'm not Me joking. Too. I stole a couple from not them. Joking. I gotta say, yeah. this is that's the, not this good is really to depressing hear. to hear. Like, why, yeah. I mean, that, well, like, it's just my fantasy of like going to Cuba is like just going with no cigar. You know, it's like whenever we travel anywhere in the world, we always bring cigars with us. But hold on, the thought that like I would be going to the place that I buy so much. So here's from, the thing. And I just want to find stuff on the island and smoke it all there and have this experience. Now I'm hearing, well, shit, I'm not going to even be able to smoke the stuff there. So everything I had, I had personally at the Partagas shop was outstanding. Yeah, that it was fantastic, and the Cohiba atmosphere that was that was all, that was an amazing lounge, and the cigars there were kept very nicely. Yeah. But everywhere else, in any every factory where we got a cigar, it was way, way too. So well, there's that, two. That's the thing. I think you guys smoked some cigars that were freshly rolled at the factories a lot. that no, but, needed, needed to sit. But no. even some of the even some of the singles that you bought at an LCDH, hmm. too humid, too fresh. They were very humid, you know. And, and, and I just I should have brought my own stuff, you know. Um, the, the two most memorable cigars for me was the the Cohiba uh, Lancero. Yeah, that was off the chain. That's a good cigar. And the Sir Winston that I had there. My, both, my, both were very young. Excellent. The best Excellent. cigar I smoked all week was a Schwa Supreme I got at the Cohiba Atmosphere. Yeah, I had that too. Was that good. was the best cigar I had all week. Yeah. And the Sir Win we smoked Sir Winston's. We got Sir Winston's for 20 bucks. I regret not bringing the box back. <sighs> yeah. I think a virtual trip sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. We can't, you, you can't adequately describe. $20 for a Sir Winston? <laughs> 
What the fuck? We well, that's two years ago up. pricing. Puba, but you may be onto something. Yeah. I, you could pay for the whole trip by bringing like two boxes back. <laughs> so here's a funny, <laughs> a little funny story at the gala, like the end, the, the last evening of the Particus Festival. We were talking about what we're going to smoke. So I pulled out a shark. Juan Moyes, you're, you're sitting to the left of me and Juan Moyes sitting to your left. Yep. He looks at me and says, and I love this line. Hey, man, you're in Havana. <laughs> <laughs> we don't smoke those here. <laughs> Juan's a great guy. Dude, I fucking love that line. I will never forget that. That guy that is, is one of the coolest guys. Yeah, I've ever we're going to have him on the podcast for he's sure. Awesome. He's, a, he's a special guy, man. <laughs> yeah, he's, I think he's actually going to be in New York. He's going to come and uh, hang on uh, in person with us on the yeah. pod. The, here's the thing I'll say, though, is that you know you, you, we go on this trip thinking that it's going to be a cigar trip, cigar-focused, and what... I found and I took away and I was really, really happy to say it. Like it very much was less about cigars when we came home and it was more about the people that we mm, met yeah. via cigars. It was the good that we were able to do for the Cuban people, which was amazing. And we had some really great food and drink. Yeah. There honestly, some of the rum, dude. Oh, dude. The Santiago 11. Off 20. The how about the 20? And the 20 was off the charts. 20 was amazing. Off the charts. And our evening sessions with everyone that we met. Yeah, the hotel national. That was incredible. It's yeah. just incredible. That's what I look forward to. Yeah, it was nice. Just sitting outside on the uh, hotel national. Yeah, listening to some Cuban music. Oh yeah, we got a live performance of Chan Chan right in front of us. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it cost us uh, three, three Cuban pesos. Well, the like affordability is just off the chain. It's one of the most affordable places to travel in the world because of the oh. exchange rate. It was amazing how affordable. So we had a dinner. Calm down. <laughs> I was excited about this one night because I couldn't believe how cheap this dinner was. Four lobster tails. By the way, let me just tell the listener. Uh, I, the I've, I've already You're cut ruining it. my flow. I've, I've, <laughs> cut, I've cut it out a bunch by now, but Pooba is sat next to, to Bam Bam, who keeps violently coughing because he's had this post-nasal drip thing. Yep. And I've, you know, for the listener, we're not going to make you suffer through that. So I cut them out. Thank you. But uh, poor Puba is definitely suffering through whatever's going on here he's not, from Bam Bam. He, he's not even in the direction of it. <laughs> no, you just lean in my direction and cough. <laughs> <laughs> There's right. some for you. Every, every four minutes. <laughs> That's true. I apologize. You're my man, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll clearly. tell you. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes clearly. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put a, a decap. You are coughing in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're like, hold on. <laughs> he's, he's my man. Don't he's worry. Like, <laughs> just, just cough straight forward instead of leaning towards me, yeah. like yeah. as if you're leaning away from anyone. Yeah. I'm so, leaning away from the mic. Right. Use that handkerchief you carry around. I should. He's coughing your vest. Or Here comes another one. I can feel it. No, no. I'm okay. coughing your chest. I'm good. <laughs> Just close your mouth. <laughs> All right, where were we? Just Is that cough. a hanky? <laughs> Stop coughing. For crying out loud. Is I, that a hanky? It, it, really, it really was a, an amazing trip that, that was not as much about cigars as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, meeting everyone that we met. It was, was about the people. Amazing. We had some amazing connections. We ended up meeting people and spending the entire week with people that we are already connected to in Facebook groups and Reddit. and mm-hmm. it all, Like, it's just... Amazing the people that we met. We met Andy. You know? and, yeah. and uh, yeah, Andy, uh, he runs Bob Roberts. With as the, a U.S. Well, citizen, the which I did not know that you cannot stay at a hotel. You cannot no. stay at a hotel right? there. No, Airbnb. You have, to, you have to go, quote unquote, in support of the Cuban people. You stay in an Airbnb, which is owned and operated by Cuban people. It's all you know through Airbnb. You can use your Amex. 
to pay for it, which was great. They'll hit you with a fucking radio wave, dude. Havana syndrome. <laughs> you stay in the Havana National illegally. You'll come wave. back and you'll have you'll have tinnitus in your ear and and, and fucking. Uh, you'll end up like Bam. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he got it. He got it. He Once spent too much it. time at the National. If you don't have the plasma when that you'll, hits, you'll, have, you'll come fucked. back and you have tinnitus and vertigo for the, the rest trouble. of your life. <laughs> you might get PND, post nasal drip. Yeah. Cigar is phenomenal. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait for the re- the rest of you guys to come down. Yeah, it, honestly, it, it was it's magical, man. Worth the worth the time, and I would go. I would go at least once a year. What advice would you give to a first time traveler to Cuba? You definitely need to bring a full suitcase full of something that the Cuban people do not have access to: mm-hmm. uh, medical supplies, school supplies, yeah. things for children. Uh, uh, Phil brought a full backpack full of pinky balls like bouncy balls Mm -hmm. and he would just fill up his pockets every day and he'd walk down the street and he'd see a kid and he would throw them a bouncy ball and it's as if you gave a kid in new york like a 70 inch tv a playstation 5 and every game they ever made their month yeah like the the, the look on their face it's amazing yeah the pink spalding the little just a little pinky ball little three inch ball that bounces i mean bam and i grabbed a couple of those from phil Mm -hmm. we were walking around and uh we saw two kids throwing rocks into a storm drain and we each had a ball on us, and we gave both of them a bouncy ball. I mean, we were walking maybe a quarter mile down. We could still hear them screaming and yelling. Yeah, that was great. In excitement. Dude, racquetballs. Remember playing racquet, having a racquetball as a kid? Mm-hmm. Love a racquetball. A, wall, a wally ball, playing that bouncing that off the wall. That was fun as shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So that, that's my advice to you know anybody who's oh, traveling to Cuba is bring shit. I know about that. I brought a full suitcase that. full of feminine hygiene products, Tylenol. Um, so I felt great going to the school. You brought school supplies, yep, right crayons. Around a, around a corner from my Airbnb, I brought a suitcase full of notebooks, pads, pens, um, other writing instruments, met with the school, I guess. Yeah, the head of school. Yeah, or it was, it was yeah. great. It's, you know, yeah. very appreciative. Yeah, so it, it's, I really, we really enjoyed it. It was yeah. amazing. Nice. You play, you play like, like Wiffle with a taped up bat. Dude, with, with the, with in the, the street? Ra- with a racquetball. Or in the backyard. Or, you can yeah. launch that thing in the oh, next yeah. fucking week. Yeah. You're breaking windows. <laughs> you know what I'm man. saying? Remember that? Oh, hell yeah. Tape up a Wiffle ball bat and hit it with the, ra- hit a racquetball with Every, it. Everyone you can in this launch room, it, yeah. You can launch You're it. You're all like, too young for that, but like, that's what we did. Like we 300 did. feet. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Did yeah. that and got into fights. Yep. Wiffle ball bats. I mean, that would go over great. There you go. When you come, let's go. Bring wiffle, wiffle ball. And some duct tape. Yep. I'm telling you, man, it was... That thing du- that's what the trip ended up being I about. I see Puba in Cuba. <laughs> Puba in Cuba. After... I'm the, bringing the mics, baby. Uh, honestly, you know, the heat was... It was oppressive, and it was their winter, I guess. Yeah. It was pretty hot, um, even at night. Me amo Andres. Yeah, yeah. Through yeah, yeah. <laughs> the winter, it was really hot. I, I, can't, yeah, on. I can't wait until... I see. I'm going to see you in the streets of Cuba. Muy bien. <laughs> Muy bien. Me llamo Me llamo Bam Bam. <laughs> I'll, blend, I'll blend right in. I think you would. Was, was Gizmo introducing himself to everyone as Senor Gizmo? Uh, Gizmo. Well, no, no. Gizmo. Hey, Sons of bitches. No. <laughs> Gizmito and Bambito. Bambito. <laughs> yes. Bambito works in Italy. Not so much. Listen, anymore. you guys have no idea what you're going to experience when we go. It's amazing. Amazing. Me and Pagoda, though. We grew up in India. We'll be fine. You'll be good. You'll be, be good. It'd be another day. Yes. You, you know the other, thing that, that. the other thing that was shocking to me was when you were standing out on a main street, the amount of exhaust coming off the cars 
was overwhelming. Like maybe that helped and maybe that contributed to how I was Def- feeling. And me too. It, yeah. it did give me an upset stomach. It was Please awful. don't go to India. Yeah. I don't yeah. know about the rest. <laughs> as soon as you land from the airport, like it's I want to go. Was, it was gross. It's like a it land. <laughs> so boys, we're uh, well over halfway here in the H. Upman Magnum 50. I'm really enjoying the cigar. Even as I'm talking, I, I find it to be delicious. What are you guys thinking of it right now? I think Puba mentioned that we could expect this, and it it picked up in flavor the peppery. down the stretch in the little final peppery. third. Yeah, a little white peppery. Pepper. Yeah, um, it it this is nice. I mean, th- th- this last third is more my speed, like what I would normally pursue in a cigar. But for where this would slot in, which I think all of us have talked about, like morning, early afternoon, there's there's a lot uh, a lot to enjoy here. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I agree too. And 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 it also it doesn't take as long to smoke as you'd think. At least this particular box. Um, the cigars, you know, sometimes you pull out a double Corona or this is, I guess, technically a double, double Robusto, Robusto yeah. kind of somewhere, but it, you know, it wasn't like a, a brick in your hand. It wasn't like it wasn't, loosely packed, no. but it wasn't tightly packed. It's so light. it smoked, you know, relatively quickly. I mean, when did we light these up? Maybe 45 minutes ago? An hour. Oh, it's been an hour? It's been an hour, for, yeah. But for a cigar, this, and we're pretty much, I mean, Senator's basically... Yeah, everybody's there. basically done. So, like, wow, you guys are ahead of me. You know, you're ahead. Of, I'm a, yeah, you're ahead of me too. Probably because I was not talking. Like, it's Look a at huge time investment. Wow, you know, pagoda started early. Yes, he did. He's <laughs> lagging behind. Listen, I like to smoke it slow. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else there. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, but, getting, uh, right, I'm getting. I'm getting some spice. I'm getting some spiciness off the uh, the burn well. line. Yeah, which is really pleasant. Yeah, mm-hmm. white pepper. Yeah, yeah. yes, white pepper. Yeah. yeah, this is a this is a phenomenal cigar for me. It's a great cigar. Yeah. It's definitely the best Mag Fifty I've ever had. Not even close. Not even close. If well, there were any doubts to its authenticity, I can confirm these are these are real. Because <laughs> as I got down to the final stretch. The first oh, yeah. band, the uh, yeah. the Red Mag Fifty band, yeah. <clears throat> the burn line is right there, and the glue is still stuck to the wrapper, uh-huh. and there was no hope. I had to peel it, and yeah, it's authentic. The wrapper's blown Same thing. Right Same exact. I had a, I had an issue as well, yeah. and still do, as a matter of fact. So when we when we did the Senadors episode, we talked about. I think Rooster said it about you having a, a QD day, like you could smoke three or four QDs back to back in your day. If you were to do that with Upman. What would your lineup be? If you were to choose four cigars from Upman to smoke, boom, 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 boom. In order. Right in a row or throughout the day, what would they be? Because I know what, well, I can name mine real quick right now. I would do four Sir, Sir Winston's. <laughs> yeah. I know would, what I would do. Right. You would do the 50. I would start with the 50 if I had the time. I would do a 46 in the afternoon. I would do an Upman two after that. And I would do a Sir Winston after dinner. That's a, that would that and end up with a half Corona. Move. That's the, that's the move. Yeah, and then absolutely. a half Corona after that. But I'm kind of disappointed. No one likes the 54. I just don't love that ring gauge. I've, I I've love, said that a thousand I times. Had, I love that cigar. Did you say number two? Yeah, that was right before. Yeah, dinner. People like the 54. Oh, I just don't yeah. love 54 ring gauge cigars. Yeah, that's true. Once I get yeah. past 52, yeah. like 52 in a torpedo is good because the mouthfeel for me is okay. But <laughs> once I get past that kind of. Uh, the E2 Connoisseur A style, I'm done. Yeah. That's about as big as I go. Yeah, it's a big I don't ring know about gauge. anybody else. Yeah. Love, the 54 the for E2. me, I have the, the Mag 54. I, prior to that cigar, I could not say that I've had problems with any Upmans. Any box of Upmans I've ever bought, I have no complaints. 
that cigar, I, it's been a mixed bag for me. Oh my god, that's gosh. my only frustration with that cigar. I have never had a performance issue, honestly, with any. I know that. With, oh yeah. Well, no, I've never had a bad upman. I don't. I have never had one. Well, you get most of them from us. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, of course you don't. They're well conditioned. Uh, they usually have some age on them, and they're not, sourced well. Not so, true. You know, that's not the true. royal tenenbaum. Not true. Not true. For the listener, you're I, out. <laughs> All right. That is, that is All not right. true. So because we're here now, I love the fifty-four. We need an update. On what? No. Uh, yes. No. no. Cue, cue the intervention. Every every single episode, Rooster, this will down. be brought up. Until it's ready? This That's is, right. This is the Bam Bam Accountability Hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, I don't like that. The answer is no. And, and I'm going to give you. It gonna, is no. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you some advice. And I'm going to tell you how to get this done. You've had I it know, since May, by the way. Because right. huh? I know how to get it done. So remember the gentleman from her old lounge? Uh, the, yes. mo- the mover. Yes. He, own- he, uh, yes. Uh, uh, he owns um moving company. Yeah. He used to. He sold it, but yeah. They've been around for forever. They're very, very good unless something has changed since he sold the company. But I've used them multiple times for small moves, stuff into storage, things like that. Very, very fair. <laughs> Call these people. They have a humidor seasoning department. <laughs> they what? have no. They will the humidor's in his house. I have it in my house. No, I, I don't it's believe downstairs. that for a second. No, I want to see no, a no, picture. No, 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 no. Right. But but I'll but, but this tomorrow. isn't that particular I mean, maybe I, I'm wrong, but for me, I tried to move it with a, a hand truck with a friend that's too heavy and he, big. You guys don't have the same, the same humidor. No, I have a different it's one. A different, I've got the, the Tower of Power too. He, he has a different humidor. Yeah, it's oh, mo- you have, it's very light. That's movable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I, in so, his house. I have it downstairs. Okay, I thought, I'm sorry. Bam, bam, I thought he had up. the one that Gizmo and I had. I'll, no. I'll send you all a photo tomorrow. He can put it on his back. Kind of. It's not that heavy. Go up the stairs. Here's no. the problem, well, then, Puba. Here's then, the problem. Then, 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 I've, I've already, already, I've already, I've already what that's right. That's why we're so frustrated. Guys, guys. He has it in his guys. house. The problem is he didn't apply the kitty litter treatment yet. No, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Listen, he's had it nine months in his possession now. Yeah. He got it in what May? I don't remember. Where is it? It's in my cellar. Okay, you have it. I've wiped it out with distilled water. Have you put the cigar oasis in? Yeah, no, I have it. Like have you even bought the cigar oasis? I have it all. I've got the LED tape, the light, the whole nine yards, the weather strip. What? I, All Bam you have Jr. to do is plug it in. I just Bam Jr. Yeah, Bam Jr. is pretty good at that stuff. He could do that for me. Right. But what is, is it in the spot it's going to reside in? Yes, it is. It's wiped uh, out. I, 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 I just got to get to it. This I is thought crazy. it was in your garage. This is no. crazy. In it was in my garage for a little while. No, it was, it was there for a while, but it's downstairs. This so. is lunacy. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get this together, Bam. Seriously. I will. Bam Bam Accountability Hour. I will. It's a new year. It's yes. time. The people want you to get your shit <laughs> together. <laughs> we, need, we need to set a timeline. By next pod, how many? We want to see a picture with well, cigars. Do you have cigars? Does he have cigars? Yeah, the next pod. Yeah, he has Tupperwares. For how, yeah, many, have, how many listeners have a lot of Every week do yeah. we get saying, when is Bam going to get the, the, okay. the humidor set up? Here's what you do. At I'm least determined two. now. But here's what you do. You guys have put me on the spot. I'll get it done. And it's called accountability. Here's what you do. You take the cigar oasis. You install it. Then... You you take the drawers within the Tower of Power, and then you you put distilled water on it, and you let them sit for a little while. Yeah, that's it. That I know. Then he did that. Okay. Well, no, I didn't get that far. It doesn't I count. It out. And I, then you wait. Just, you wait a few days. You check shelf. it out, and then you put your cigars into the humidor. You know, and my, then you close the door. I'm very and turn on the oasis and put some hydrometers in there, and you're done. I and know then, what it is. 
he's waiting for the electrician to do the LED lighting. <laughs> the string lights. The string lights. No. The string lights. <laughs> That's not it. This is this is for every podcast. It's strange. It's a sin. It'll get done. This is a podcast sin. You're and committing. Here's the other, just I, put your cigars I, in it. What so are you afraid I, of? I, I so, just have the thought. I got to find how many it, people wanted it's the that mental, tower. I got to fit it in my brain. So and by the way, done. you'd be surprised that like how quickly the thing because the cigars so actually have. They contain some humidity, and then when you put the distilled and you you when you what's it called when you put the there's a technical term for it when you put the distilled water on it you just treat the cedar all the surfaces season? You yeah, wipe the, it. yeah you Talk wipe about it all seasoning? seasoning thank you thank you guys when you yep. season it you'd be very surprised how quickly all right here's good a question things start to happen so here's a question there. it's not that hard so I wiped out the entire interior of the tower maybe. Five weeks ago with distilled water. Do I have to do it again? Yeah. Yes. Probably. You got to do that. Like This is so I'm, fucking simple. I'm just, look, I own the exact same tower. Yes. All you need to do, take a sponge, put distilled water, I bring it out. Just wipe down every surface in the entire I've thing. I've already done that. That's going to take you 10 minutes. But I've got to do it again, apparently. Yes. It'll take 10 minutes. Okay. You're just wiping a sponge around cedar. This is the easiest thing you, you get can the do. Oasis I have to say. And then, and it's then look, more like you seven just, minutes. Look, yeah. You, yeah, thank you. And then you just are going to plug in the cigar oasis. Put it in there. Put distilled water in the bottom of it with, with beads it comes with. You're going to like that part. <laughs> you, might, you might use it for different reasons. <laughs> and literally just set the humidity to what you want it to. Yep. And that's it. Leave it for a few days. And that thing is going to hold humidity beautifully. How and you're going to fill it up. How long should I wait before I start loading it up? I would just keep waiting just, a week. I would just wait a week just for okay. just to be bam, extra bam. safe. Bam, just, bam. just do it, dude. Put the cigars just, in. That's just gonna put happen. Put the cigars in. <laughs> no, no, don't. It's <laughs> gonna happen, bro. <laughs> You're putting it. Put the whole boxes in there. That's right. I will. You'd be surprised. I I've run the Remington literally with nothing in it. Mm. With and it sits at sixty two because it's packed with cigars. That's nice. yeah. Something like it got a little dry. I took one of those big Bovada packs. And the three twenties. Yeah, and just put one in the middle. And it just sits. It just yep. sits. It, I don't do anything. I don't put any water it's in there. It's a sealed cabinet, so yes. it's going gonna, it's gonna to yes. contain the humidity in it. I've got to so. do the weather stripping around the door. i got to seal the outlet in the back. Yeah, it's not sealed in the same way that yours are. It's like, a little they, different. They, it breathes more, which I, I prefer. I agree. It's not like a wine It's not like a wine door where a wine door yeah. is like literally like no air can possibly flow in. It's a big desktop anything. unit. Yeah, but when, when you get a new toy, you want to set it up like right away. Yeah. You're Honestly, like excited you it. it took to so do long that. to get. My enthusiasm waned by the time I got it. My, my I just I, so I, you you I prefer you it. prefer every day digging through Tupperware bins to find your cigars. No, I actually hate so, that. I do hate right. That. So I'll, that should be the all the motivation. You I need. hate it. Not 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 to pile on. <laughs> oh oh, go um, ahead, please. But uh, it's it, the the amount of cigar acumen you have. It's just shocking. That we had to go through this process of telling you how to do this. I think you just like busting my chops. No, no. what it is is we love you, Bam. We care about we you. Do I love, love you. Too. I love this you is an intervention. I love you too. Intervention. We want yeah. you to optimize this. I w- you this want me to enjoy my cigar passion. Yeah. yeah. I just I, what I hear is you don't care about the listener. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, because well, they're counting on little, us. That's a little too. Much. They're that counting is, on us. To to provide information. That, that's a definitive statement. You know, that's I've got my tail between my legs now. That's that's my, I'm, well, I'm, it's a fixable I'm it's a I'm fixable problem. That it's hurt. a fixable that's, problem. Well, this that is hurts. what happens with the accountability hour. It's going to hurt for a couple weeks, <laughs> and then it's going to feel really really by, good. By next pod, he will have the tower. Yes, yes. going with cigars in it. Yep, and, and I do send, have a big shipment of cigars us, coming now, so I've got to get picks. it done. Here's your deadline. I've got to get it. Here's done. your deadline. Yeah, Valentine's Day. 
Valentine's Day, it needs to be up and running. I'm going to work on it tomorrow. Okay. I'm home You're going to sheet pan gift yourself a... Yeah, a, a yeah. By the way, you know what cake. I do... I would I, like that. When I reorganize my humidor, which isn't very often, because mm. I'm a little bit of a pig pen, I'm not like Senator. I'm very angry. Who like about lines my, up yeah. the fucking bands and shit and <laughs> on, bands. His, <laughs> on his singles, and they point in the same direction. He's fastidious. Are have you, you have you guys ever seen American Psycho? Do you really, Senator? That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine, my my humidor is just like a Tetris kit. Uh, but, but, but anyway, all plugged together. Yeah, all just what I can jam in. But anyway. But what I do actually, because I keep guitars and stuff too, acoustic guitars down in where I keep it. What I'll do is I have a this thing called the Venta, V-E-N-T-A, which is an air cleaner and a humidifier. But it's not like a fucking Vicks humidifier, like one of the tobaccoists we know he runs in his humidor that just that you put like in a baby's room. Oof. It's not like from the 70s. It's not that. It actually recycles air, cleans it, and humidifies the air. It's they're made in Switzerland. They're really good. They're good for wooden keeping room instruments out of their case. What I do is I actually get the humidity up in that room. You guys have seen my little room. Yeah. I get the humidity up to about, you know, 52, which is good per perfect for instruments. Mm. Right. So then when I open the humidor, it's not a it's not a shit show it's not jarring it, it's not like yeah. shocking to it so oh, cool. i so i do that so if you want to run if it's in a small enough area yeah. get it a little humid in there so you're not fighting to like get the whole thing back yeah, up because it's not going to take two seconds to load do the loading yeah, plus so, it's in the and cellar. organize it it is it's in, in the a cellar, cellar so Puba, it's i saw his humid. room he's got a cool setup he's got his desk there he's got all his guitars and it's a separate room from the rest of the cellar level that's kind of cool i don't have that I got oh, one so big room. You're going to build a separate room. That's what you're waiting for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got to you gotta yeah, build yeah. it, man. How, would, build he, how would he be able to do that? I get it. I get Does it, he know man. how to do that? No. I'm not, He's I never said I'm doing that. He's putting an addition. I am not doing that. He would have to no, charge no. himself $77,000 to build a wall. <laughs> you could also. He's a contractor. He <laughs> invoice himself. I'm sorry. I'm, Hi, Bam. Honey, this is Bam. I'm yeah. sorry. We're, we're behind schedule and 40% overestimate. I can't get the humidor in. That's what he called himself. I'm sorry. I know the materials are there. It's just we're on other jobs. I can't install my own Pagoda. humidor. Pagoda. Bam, Bam, this is Bam. Bam. I can't afford myself. I cannot afford myself. Timeline's blown. He even, as a contractor, he even blew his own timeline. Bam. <laughs> Bam, this is Bam. Pagoda. Bam, <laughs> hi, this is Bam. I'm really sorry. I've blown my own timeline. Pagoda, can you please rescue me, please? <laughs> Listen, I, the only thing I remember is I think we were supposed to order it at the same time I did. I've had the humidor no, running for over a, a year. Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we were at Brickhouse, It took an extra six months to get my humidor. Shocking. Yeah, because you didn't order Karma's it right then. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kind of. You know, since you have had the humidor, Pagoda's <laughs> wife has like changed the hinges on it five God, times. Can I just say, this, <laughs> is, the a, fuck, this is a fucking onslaught. <laughs> this is an abuse. This is called abuse? accountability. What do you expect? I'm going to cry soon. <laughs> <All right. laughs> That's what we're going for. Hi, hello. At least, at least hello. You have the, you hello, the, this is. Hello, oh, hi. How, how you doing? Hi, this is. The, 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 yeah, the, 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 no, this is Bam. No, I, I know that. The job was supposed to be done. Can you kill his the mic, please? The materials, are, mic. the materials are in. It's just getting it in the schedule right now is very... Getting help is difficult. Yeah. Getting, you know, it's been very tough right Labor's there. Labor's not available. Supply There's chains no are a problem. And um, 
you know, prices are going up. Booba, he's booba. charging himself like more money. Yeah. Booba, please, please, please. Leave Bam the Tupper Man alone. Tupperware Man alone. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. Too easy. All right. All right. So let's, we're going to stop the pile on now. Okay. What we, we've processed this issue together. Yes. yes. What, what takeaways? What's the delta? What takeaways do you have here? And what uh, what are your action items moving forward? Well, I've realized I have no friends in the room. Okay. He's gonna make a pun- he's gonna make a punch list and then do nothing <laughs> and never show up again. <laughs> he's missing the door. And- oh, I'm sorry. This is too power. easy. It's too easy. Hold <laughs> 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 on. All right. So, what are your action items here? What do you what What are the takeaways? Well, I got to wipe the thing out, get my Oasis in, seal it up, and get my cigars in there. That's it. And what's your timeline? Valentine's Day. He said tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'll get it done tomorrow. All right. Good. I got estimates to write. I got call. Oh, fuck it. I'm putting it all aside. I'm going to do this tomorrow morning. We have have The only thing that you need to seal up is the electrical box in the back and the door around it. That means April. And and the weather stripping around (laughs) the door. Yep. 24. (laughs) And on the weather stripping, like the thinnest kind you can possibly get. Yeah, I've got that foam. But with, super thin. It's like an if eighth of an inch. thick, it's not going to yeah, close. Yeah, eighth of an inch. So uh, for the listeners out there who've emailed us asking, <sighs> what's the status No here? one's emailed you. What's up with Bam? No one has emailed Please you. keep the emails uh, no coming. I know. I've seen. No one has emailed you. Join the accountability. <laughs> help us help Bam. Easy Rider 726 emailed <laughs> us last week saying, what's up with Bam's humidor? Who? Easy Rider 726. He's a listener, Bam. Remember, you don't care about the listener? I do. He's one of them. Oh, Easy Rider, I got you. <laughs> uh, punch list is okay. on its way. What's the next topic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. That's the cigar. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, hold on. The very last thing, there's one key component missing here. Should he not do this? What's the punishment? He has, uh, to, he has to give the tower up to, yes. the, to the rest Fuck of Fuck that. Us. It's going to happen. No, it's going to happen. There I'm, has to be some consequence. I'm here. coming over next week. I'm going to take the tower. Uh, uh, well, I'm taking the got, cigars that, that, I tower, procured, that I procured for him, by the way. You need a double tower with your stock. Come on. That's, so wait, That's wait. why he's going to take yours. <laughs> I, I personally he think will that buy the, uh, the accountability <laughs> hour in the in the public shaming is 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 enough. But having some teeth in, implemented into this policy it has come to a might, conclusion. might be worth... I think we, we've reached that point. If you don't have it set up, I'll all of us guys, get to come over and take a box of our choosing a from box. your Tupperware. A box. Each. A stick. Each. A no, stick. no. A box. No. I, I go first. <laughs> a stick. Oh. A stick. Please. My com- he my only collection. has like seven boxes. This <laughs> won't be a big deal. We would only be taking our own boxes back. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, respect. Gosh. No respect at all. Oh. Oh, that was fun. Oh, that was so, so fun. <laughs> Bam. This is Bam. Easy. It was just too easy. <laughs> the contractor jokes just never end. <laughs> oh, man. Good thing there isn't a lawyer in the room. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, boys, we're uh, into the last third here of the H. Upman Magnum 50. What I are you like thinking it. right now? I like it. It's really good, yeah, man. I've started another cigar. The yeah. Senators finished you finished it? Because I finished it, yeah. yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Damn, you, you guys smoke really fast. So I'm just surprised. All right, boys. Are you ready to do the uh, formal liquor rating on the Aberlour 12, yes. our scotch yes. pairing tonight? Yeah? Bam, bam, you're up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give this an eight. Okay. Delicious. Grinder? Uh, in between a seven and an eight. Excuse me. I'll give it a seven. Okay. Pagoda. Eight. Okay. Senator. Eight. Eight for me. Puba. 
Eight. Okay. Formal liquor rating on this is a 7.8, mm, which I think sorry. is perfect. I think it's low. Eight, I eight, think it's a bit it low. It should have been an even eight. I mean, look, I, I, I'm actually... <laughs> <laughs> give me this evil eye. <laughs> it's a great spirit, man. Yeah. No, it, it is, is, but, but I have it to needs say, ice. It where, needs where, ice. The, where the rating ended up, I actually think is very reflective of where it should be, even yeah. as someone who gave it an eight. The reason mm. I say that... Like if we had decimals, why I love when this gets average, I think it, nine times out of 10, if not 10 out of 10, ends in the right spot. If there's one knock I have on this, look, this is, first of all, extremely versatile. Like Puba said, you have this like in the summer when it's hot, yeah. you can have this when it's cold, but you don't want something too full body. There's so many applications for this. Great. But the thing that it lacks is complexity. It's very straightforward. It's just a sherry bomb. You know exactly what you're going to get. There is nothing hidden or complex in this spirit. And so for me, that's where like you you have to deduct a little bit. So I think like mm -hmm. a, a seventy eight out of a hundred is like exactly where this belongs. Uh, but it's it's delicious. I mean, you could polish this. I mean, we've almost killed the bottle. We don't do we that. We will every kill time. that bottle. Yeah. yeah. What's will. the uh, price point on this? We didn't talk about that. Oh, it's fantastic. That that's the other thing that really should factor in. Now this is where. I mean, maybe there's merit when Bam says it's too low because the price point is so good. So this is when it goes from algebra to alchemy. You used to, to be alchemy. able to get this for a long time for 40 bucks a oh, bottle, dude. which wow. is outrageous. What's it now? Wow. I think like 45. Okay. No. Seven, I think it's around 50 fair. bucks. 50 that's bucks. Awesome. I just bought one a couple bro, of weeks ago. Bro, $50 for that is... Oh, that's a very fair a, price. It's excellent. Fanatic. Yeah. No, it's a great price. price. Well, well that, that's why the uh, the, the, the Balvenie is priced so yeah, competitively. That's yeah. Yeah. 60 yeah. Bucks, 62. Off the charts. And, and Balvenie is way better, I think. So. Oh, yeah. Well, it's and different. we're going we're gonna to revisit that's that one, expensive. too. That's what, 65 a bottle? See, I don't know if that word better applies. It's just different. They're both very good. That's Dude, also that's also very sherry esque and uh, not like of, this. No, not this way. But, yeah, yeah, but you know, I think it's got more complexity and mm. a little more. Oh, of course, oh, sure, sure. And its yeah. price point reflects that. It's yeah. like fifteen dollars more bottle yep. than this is. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, boys, we've come to the end here of the H Upman Magnum Number no. Fifty. I am really liking this cigar. Great, great finish. Performed beautifully. Yep. I didn't touch it up one time, even when I was talking about Cuba. Or busting Bam's balls, I didn't touch it up one time. The entire, you entire smoke. That? No, all right. <laughs> He's holding himself accountable. Uh, yeah, this uh -huh. is the accountability hour. All right, we're still in it. God damn you! Are you guys ready to do the uh, formal lizard rating on this thing? Yes. All right, Rooster, you're up. All right, so I'm gonna give it a seven. Oh but, wow! But I'm gonna explain. Uh, okay, later. We'll on. wait. So when you pick up the cigar, to me, I feel like this should have a little bit more flavor i mean it's it's a pleasant smoke but i need more out of a stick that that size and i typically would smoke this in the morning but i won't pick this up in the morning because it's such a big cigar so for that reason and it, it was it was pleasant it, it didn't blow me away i mean it's a good cigar but there's other better upmans that i enjoy more hmm. like the 46 yeah um so I think that's the reason why I would I'm, I'm at a seven. Okay, Puba. Yeah, it's a tough one for me. I mean, um, I don't, I don't think it's a seven for me. I think for what it is, and what it's designed to be, it's not like it's trying to be something different than it is. Uh, so. I think if you want a relaxing smoke that's going to take some time and that's mild, 
it's the, the construction was good. Didn't touch it up once. The combustion was really good. Um, it was rolled really well. The build was really solid. So I'm going to give it an eight just because it's, I can't give it a seven because I don't think it's, I don't think it's trying to be anything else than what it is. Now, if it's not for you, that's a different story. So be it. Yeah. So be it. But I, I, I can't give it as low, that low of a score because I think it, I think it's a little bit better than that, than a, than a, than a, than a seven, 70 point cigar. Yeah. You know, for me. So for me, any other Magnum I think I've had in the past would probably have been a six or a seven. This is definitely the best, excuse me, Magnum 50 I've had in the past would be a six or seven. Um, for this specific cigar, for what it did, for what it was, um, this was absolutely an eight for me all day. It bordered, I was touching a nine for a minute, but it settled out very clearly at an eight, especially as I think about the other Magnum 50s. The one thing that Rooster said that for me makes a lot of sense is I just don't see this slotting in for me a lot. Generally, when I'm reaching for something in the afternoon, it's not a big double Robusto smoke. It doesn't need to know? slot in. I mean, it, that's it is true. what it is. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to rush out and buy a box of these for yeah. sure. Senator. I love Rooster's commentary on this because we're in lockstep, and I was worried that everyone's going to give this an eight and I was going to be the lowest score. I am absolutely at a seven. The reason I'm at a seven, there, there's a lot that works well in this cigar. The construction, like Puba said, is fantastic. I didn't have many problems, obviously, the, the band, but that's every Cuban. That's, that's nothing specific to this. The, the things I have a hard time with are for what it is. So this is designed to be a mild smoke, which would slot in for me early in the day. Um, and you, you mentioned that there, there's some comparisons to QD and kind of this lighter profile, which I very much resonated with me as I was smoking it. I've become obsessed with, as a morning smoke, a QD 50. What I like most about that cigar that I didn't, not one lizard in this room mentioned this word. There's a creaminess I in the QD 50. Mm -hmm. I did not get a creaminess yeah. about this cigar. I got a lot of different flavor notes. There was complexity. Those are all merits that, that deserve praise. But the thing for me, I just love like in the morning with a cup of coffee, which is where I would reach for a stick, like just a creaminess that kind of brings everything together in a way that I'm able to get from other milder sticks that this didn't have. So just for my personal preference, that was one thing that I would have hoped for in this that was lacking. I also think that the size, it's just too long for something that's going to slot in early in the day. Yep. Um, at most, I'm going to smoke a regular Robusto. I'm not going to smoke something this long. So um, those were, were kind of the two biggest things for me. And then the last thing I'll say, which also was a problem, the final third, I liked that it picked up in flavor and started to get peppery, but really close down the stretch. Like when I was starting to smoke this closer to the nub, this is not a cigar I would smoke all the way to the nub. I found like the flavored, like totally got lost and it was just hot tobacco toward the very end where a lot of other Cubans, like, you know, a, a D4, a D5, a D6, like you can smoke that literally to your fingers burn and that flavor is still so good. Yeah. Um, so that just didn't happen for me here. So that's why I landed a seven. Got it. Pagoda. Yeah, this is a really interesting because uh, this uh, definitely does not fit in my flavor profile. But I got to tell you, the last third is something I'm really enjoying. I enjoyed the first third. I think the middle, I kind of lost it. Um, my thought with it is, I was going between a seven and eight and seven and eight. And I, I think it's a really strong seven. But this is one of those Cuban cigars I could have easily pushed towards an eight, uh, especially the last third. I think if it had a little more of the last third, somewhere in the middle as well, I think it would definitely be an eight for me. Grinder. Um, so there's a lot of 
things about the cigar that I really appreciate and enjoy. You know, this is a flavor profile that is really kind of something that I like. It's it's lighter, it's smoother. Um, the aroma out of this cigar was phenomenal. Just out of the end of the 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 foot of the cigar was really something special, and it maybe had something to do with the age on it, or you know, just the quality of tobacco. Um, the thing, you know. That itself, if I just look at that in isolation, it, this is would be a perfect cigar for me because, like, they had that smoothness, and then it, in the middle they had this. There was this spice that came on that was like reminiscent of Upman, but it wasn't. It just wasn't there um, in totality. And for that, I was like often frustrated. I, I mm. think that's kind of the word that I would say is frustrated because they had mm. this subtlety that I liked. And I appreciated the softness and the creaminess. I didn't. I, I did get some creaminess, as Senator mentioned, but I was generally uh, frustrated because that smoothness wasn't consistent. It was like it, there was. It was very episodic. And for a cigar this size, there was there was just there's too many episodic moments of goodness, but also just like meh. You know, I have to spend all this time smoking the cigar. <laughs> uh, however, it did burn pretty quickly. So. Uh, for that, it was just uh, it was a very very solid seven uh, for me, very very solid seven. And I don't know uh, the last time I smoked this cigar what I would have rated it, but I would be keen on understanding that because I wouldn't be surprised if it's similar to that. Mm. Bam bam. Mm. I'm gonna give this an eight, and uh, and I'm giving it an eight because I, there aren't very many lighter bodied cigars that are of this quality that I like. I really like this cigar. And I'm a, it's not in my flavor profile at all either. But for the guys and gals out there that like a lighter cigar, I think this is a home run for them. And I think it's worth an eight, a rating. I find that so so interesting because I, I, I would be super, this would be in my, in my power alley, but I give it a seven. Yeah, that's strange. You know? I, 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 yeah, I think it, there's merit in those, the commentary. I think the commentary, there's, it's insightful. I'm a little bit more of an Upman like person, maybe. Like I, I don't know, but I think you are. I yeah. think I am. But you, you, you guys aren't wrong. I mean, it doesn't. I guess reflecting back, I, I just it I, doesn't. I, I index up a little bit with Upman, um, probably. But you're not wrong. Like everything that you guys said is i couldn't quite give it a seven but it's it's it was it was just an eight for me I was, like it was I, I, just an on. eight what senator said early on very i just early, think it was very good commentary yeah and, and our report, I, I, it's accurate i mean like early on senator you said this is a polarizing cigar in a lot of the reviews there's a reason for that i think it's because of the quality of it it's hard to place it for a lot of people because it, it's, it's so light body i i was i was looking i was looking for a more definitive statement in the cigar and I got a lot of whispers, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty. Yeah, accurate. I agree with that. Yeah. Not wrong. And, and I like the way you describe it. That's I also accurate. just want to say. I mean, even in giving this a seven, and I don't know the other guys that gave it a seven. Feel free to agree or disagree. When I'm giving this stick a seven, this is not saying that I didn't enjoy the cigar. Yeah, that yeah. this is a bad cigar. I, if someone gave me one of these, would I smoke this again? Absolutely. Sure. Anything I rate a seven or higher, I would smoke again. Sure. Sure. But the difference for me between a seven and an eight, nine, or a ten is: will I pursue a box of these? No. Will I myself seek to smoke this again? Not necessarily. But if it fell into my possession, if you know I was so, at, at somewhere and this was really all they had, I would pick this up and know that I'm going to have a, a fairly satisfying right. experience, just not a top experience sure. like some of the other sticks. Right. Have. If right. I was doing, if let's say you had some cigars 
and you were like, okay, and we were trading something. I'd go like, well, I'll throw in a mag 50 plus this, this, and this. You'd be like, okay. Like it wouldn't, it, you yeah, know, it wouldn't offend it me. Wouldn't, no. no, you'd be like, all right, like I'll definitely having a few in your humidor isn't a bad thing. Maybe you don't go out and buy a cabinet, but maybe you buy five and you age them and you keep them around for a while. You know, yeah. like I only have one cabinet of these. So I looked, I thought it maybe I had more, but I only actually have the one cabinet because I don't go for it that often. Yeah. But again, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier. There aren't very many lighter bodied cigars that are of this quality that I want to smoke. I would smoke this again. Yeah. Yeah. It's that simple. The build was terrific. Yeah, absolutely. The construction was yeah. terrific. Yeah. Like we didn't touch it up. Like no. the, it's like a, the combustion it's like great. a premium cigar. I would, oh, I, I, would no, I mean, there's no question. It's yeah. a premium Puba, smoke. There's no doubt about but that. I think and, that. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like so, uh, it wasn't like just a complete dead lay. As no. You, I, you know I, what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, you know, it wasn't just like a wet fish uh, or a <laughs> No, but, but the flip side of that, it wasn't memorable. Like yeah. for me, that's yeah. that's what procures yeah. me from getting yeah. it. No, it's not time. memorable. But I either. also think for the well, people who on, pursue but, this, the people who pursue this kind of flavor in a cigar, it's a home run for them. You know what, you this know is what, exactly what they're looking for. But it's, ever, also, it's you, also not memorable for those that pursue a different type of cigar, like we do as a group. Yeah, I, I think I think that's the, all it is. A nice analogy that I just kind of thought of is like you know, when you're a kid and you go to like. Some kids are really into roller coasters. You go to roller coasters, different theme parks, and you get to some some really beginner roller coasters and intermediate and really like high velocity roller coasters. This is one of those where like we're all experienced roller coaster riders, and we get into this middle one that's like, oh, this is a great brand. It's at a great park. It's going to be awesome. It goes inverted, does this, yep. that, the other thing, and then you're just like, yeah, it goes upside down. You know, it goes it goes kind of fast, and it goes does this and this wheelie and so on and so forth. But it wasn't. It was underwhelming. It wasn't. It wasn't satis. It wasn't that it wasn't satisfying. It was, but it was hmm. just kind of like, yeah. I'm I've been surprised there. because I've you been do there, like done that. that lighter profile. Cigar. I know, but it's like shocking. I, but I was. It was. It was like a, I was used the word again. Episodic. I had. I was like, oh, this is really great. And then I was just like, but it died. It hmm. just kind of died. You yeah, know? I actually enjoyed the beginning of that cigar. You know, the beginning and the end. I liked the whole thing. I enjoyed the whole thing front yeah. to back. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It wasn't like. I didn't get frustrated smoking it, but mm -hmm. it didn't blow my hair back either. Yeah, mm -mm. yeah. yeah it was it was pleasant. But it if I was to, if I could give it a seven point six, I know matter of a breaking. The well, that's rules. what's funny is that's if the was, exact yeah. formal lizard seven, rating eight. is a seven point six. Seven eight. Oh, is yeah, yeah. that what seven, it is? Seven eight. Yeah. Seven point eight. eight. Do seven the math. Do the math again. Come on, guys. Like if I could give it a seven point six, I would seven point six. You have three. You did say seven eight. Seven point eight on the Abrawar. Ah, that's oh. The Aberwar was a 7.8, and the Magnum 50 was a 7.6. Okay. That's an accurate score. That's, That's an a perfect score. score. It's a perfect score for, for, for the pairing. Hmm. See, I, I can't I, believe I, I just really, handicapped that. I like, just really enjoyed, <laughs> I really enjoyed smoking it, and like I've, I, smoke, I smoke cigars, and I rate them a 7, and that's like a high score yeah, for me. Like, of course. And I love that, that flavor profile. Mm. Uh, I just think, I think for me, the same thing with the center set, I gave it an eight. It was the best Magnum 50 I've ever had. I'm not going to rush out and buy a box. I would have five or 10 in my Humi, be very happy with them and probably yeah. have them for five years. And I'm I not going to reach for yeah, them and that from much. from the point of view of the listener, it's a recommend. Absolutely. Right? It's, a it's a recommend. Anything over a seven, seven yeah. is a and recommend. If, and if you're in the flavor, if your palate prefers a mild to medium cigar, 
This is a six and a, a quarter inch long 50 ring gauge cigar that smokes great, You're gonna like a chimney, great really? construction. Great. Go Excellent try it. Combustion. And the, Excellent and, combustion. And the aroma on the foot is It's phenomenal. amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. really, and, and the, like I said, there are those whispers of spice. The whis- like there's a, there is complexity that they, that they interweave into it. It's just not very pronounced. Like the Mag 46 for a lot of smokers, oh, they that, don't love and that, it. And that's what, but we love it. That might be love perfect. That cigar. It might yeah. be perfect. Exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. uh, we t- talked about it very early on. I, very early on. I think the blend was very, very specific and intentional. And I think what they were going for, they achieved. Yeah, agreed. I really do. And the fact that we didn't have to touch it up, I think is really a a high mark. That's a high mark. They were really rolled well. Yeah. 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 The fact that you didn't get nicotine poisoning. These were great cigars. Thank you. Yeah, That's thanks, excellent. Thank Absolutely. Thank you, oh, by the way, you know, I just saw, saw something. Pretty good golf course cigar. If you were on the golf course. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, would know, it, would be, it would be nice in the summer and you put it in the golf cart. It's big enough and it'll last you. For the you know, that, that yeah. or by the pool or something. You, yeah. know, you could let it, even if it goes out, you relight it. So, I mean, I think it has its spot. Oh, yeah. It may not be like the lounge cigar. It's definitely not an after-dinner cigar but it's a spot maybe uh warmer months and you've got some time on your hands light one up maybe maybe you open up the uh the arts section of the of the uh of the journal and you you smoke a little more there you go sunday afternoon or i think i think the best (laughs) i think the best application for this cigar is going to be bam while you're setting up i knew you were going to say that yes he's going to set up all right pooba i need one of those <laughs> By the way, it's yours. Set up the tower. I, I'll do that. Bam, don't be so hard on yourself with the okay. invoice, okay? Uh, Get I it won't. done. <laughs> Bam, All right, boys. Bam, this is Bam. Oh, God. Bam, this is Bam. Bam, this is Bam. Let it go. We Let got it go. So I love that. Talk to you about the project. <laughs> Move it along, Gizmo. <laughs> All right, boys. A 7.8 for the Abalor single malt scotch and a 7.6 for the Cuban H. Upman number 50, Magnum number 50. Great night, boys. I think we accomplished a lot tonight. I think Bam Bam has a list of things to do. We we covered a lot of things tonight. This might be Bam's last. Uh, I quit. <laughs> that, that's tomorrow, and that is it for Bam today. He will leave you with a... <laughs> Fuck it. We're going to do it live. All right, boys. A 7.8 for the Aberlour 12-year uh, single malt scotch whiskey and a 7.6 for the Cuban H. Upman number 50. An excellent night. We accomplished a lot. Bam Bam has a, has a list to do. Yes, sir. Good luck. <laughs> zero point zero <laughs> for Bim. That is that <laughs> is really that's low. That's really low. <laughs> Good uh. luck, Bam. We love you. All right, boys. We'll see you next week. Keep smoking. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining us. You can find our merch store and ratings archive at our brand new website, loungelizardspod.com. That's loungelizardspod.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, hello at loungelizardspod.com. You can also find us on Instagram, at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time, and we'll, uh, we'll see you next week.